Muley. Very good. Very Tried to harmonize. Such dissonant. <laughs> that I was cool. Such dissonant. I thought I was cool with the harmonization. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Tipton Stiff Podcast with your hosts, Jared Sturridge and Ken Almaraz. <sighs> listen, ladies. There is no women. Ladies listening, if there are any, which is doubtful. Never ask your man how work was. They don't want to talk about it, and don't give them a reason to to bitch about the job that they need. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes people, I, and I ask people about work, how work was, but, like, deep down, I don't really care. Deep down, they don't want to talk about it, but they feel like they their partner wants them, or their friend even wants them to, like, bitch about it. Or, like, give them all the fucking drama that happened. You know? No, I like to complain. Yeah, you do. I mean, why do you think we have this podcast? I love the opportunity. I love the opportunity. You're just glad to be you know, here. When someone's like, when I get to like the end of like anything, whether it has to do with school or a job, they're like, and they ask me, what are your thoughts? That's like the most exciting you're part. You're so fucking happy for it. Yeah, you go like, oh boy. What, is, give what it are to my thoughts? You know what I think? Thank God. But I just mean like, as for like a relationship to for that be to like what you ask your partner when they get home or when you see them again like i just don't think that's that interesting i feel like there i feel like when you le- like when at least when i get off work the last thing i want to talk about is work cuz i've just been like doing it for the last like i kind of agree i don't know i kind of like when i'm asked about it cuz uh i feel like they're like hey was it shit and i'm like yeah and they're like well let me make it better yeah. See, if you have a partner who's like that, I'm like, oh, thanks. I just, yeah, maybe you just don't need to go into the drama of it. I think there's maybe three acceptable answers. You have, it was fine, or it, it was great, or like, it was all right. Yeah, sometimes you know? I just don't. Don't give it all. Sometimes I'm like too tired to go into the story, so I'm just like, yeah, it was fine. And just walk away from it. Maybe I'll talk yeah. about it later, but then I don't, I don't want to talk about it right when I get home. But I appreciate right. the effort. Sure. <clears throat> I just think it's dumb. I think it's, it's I think fine. I think it can be a... A replacement for like talking about feelings, just talking about how you felt about work. Sometimes I don't always want to talk about feelings. Right, but it's right. Don't, nothing needs to be said. Sometimes silence isn't violence. You should just ignore your partner when you come home. You should you should treat should them ignore you like a piece of furniture. Objectify them, man or woman, or anything in between. All of them. We're all everybody. We're all just. And you should carry that on to everywhere else in your life. Just ignore <laughs> and don't acknowledge. Just kind of don't look anyone in the eyes. Just kind of look slightly past them. Don't make any real human connection. I had someone say to me, and you're like, I wish I could make more real connections with people. I'm like, well, half the majority of people in the world don't even know they're real. Yeah. They don't know what it feels like to be like, oh, I'm, to have that moment, you know, where, they, where you go, you're like, uh, I'm I'm here. I like exist. Right. Like I was just doing something. I was just, I didn't just wake up like everything. I'm, I'm always, I've always been alive. I've always been like, it's weird, but like, that's how you make a connection with somebody. When you go from there, you go from that point of like seeing, no seeing yourself. And then you can try to make a connection with somebody. 
Because then you're not just like think you're not just like a drone. You know, what we should try to make a connection with real perspective with Who? ISIS. When are they coming back? I miss. They are back. They're always. They never left. There's always something. Didn't I'm excited for. I wonder what the next big one's gonna be. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess COVID is the big one, but yeah. Did you hear that there's another variant? I did. The Lambda that variant. Apparently, and I've been seeing things that like, and I don't know exactly who, uh, if anybody's picking up this data and like treating it, like any major or whatever, treating it like fact, but um, the they're saying that, that the, the vaccine is like possibly like c- causing new, causing the virus to mutate. Where did you, I haven't seen anything like that? I just I saw probably like four or five tweets about it from like different levels of tweets. like media the other day. Well, it was like tweets from media sources who were tweeting interesting things about it. To be fair, when you it's read strange. any of the articles, there's always like the actual doctors who are like, "Yeah, we're not really worried about it." Yeah, exactly. Like everything but the I read is like the World Health Organization says. <laughs> XYZ. Yeah, and it's always like, uh, it's like, yeah, somebody thought that that may be the case, and then it's like, with all the research that we've done so far, it's not even a big deal. They're not worried about it. They're not worried about Lambda. They're just acknowledging that it exists. It's not, it's more infectious than the original. It's not as as infectious or deadly compared to Delta, and it's uh, the vaccines uh, work against it. They're mm-hmm. not really, there's not really breakthrough cases, at least that we know of so far. So yeah. that's good. I mean, um, ironic. I mean, here's the thing. We talked about this in the la- the other podcast. It's like there's plenty of other places in the world that don't have vaccines, that have a large populations that are have- dealing with a lot of COVID that, yeah, America could be 100% vaccinated, but if everywhere else in the world isn't, then this doesn't stop, mm-hmm. which is the case, which seems to be so far the case. And I really don't understand. Um, I really think it's funny people who are really anti the vaccine because they're like, you know, so many people, some people are like, well, I don't trust it. Like it's the, like the COVID's a, COVID's the flu. And it's like, okay, no flu has ever made anyone like lose their sense of smell and taste. And like had that last after the fact that they're sick. Like that doesn't happen. Like no flu has up the possibilities of you getting like a heart attack or you having a mm. stroke, right? Like that's not on the table yeah. with the flu. And also it's like, when people bring up like the the death rate of covid people do it wrong like the 99.9% survival rate is not the right statistic that's not what how it the, works what is the it's probably why like is two, that wrong because people take the entire population of the united states and then they go look at how many people died and look how many people are in the entire population of the united states but that doesn't make sense because not everyone in the united states has ever gotten covid so why would you calculate the death rate? I don't think uh, they're doing that. They're probably no, taking the it from fake, the people. The fake news. But weren't, there were actual statistics and data yeah, it's like from two to like 3%. Of, of the people who had been infected. Yeah, it's how like 2%. Many, how many died? Yeah, 2%. like that's the statistic. That's, that's, a statistic. Re- that's a high death rate though. Because if you, oh, think death of, rate. if you think of how many, if you think of, if 3%, if the entire country got it and 3% of population got it, that's a small war. Five percent of the U.S. population died in World War II. Oh wow! Right. Yeah. Put it in that perspective, but then put it in the smaller perspective of only the and what those infected 
this percent died. Exactly. Yeah. So if everyone got it, that's a lot of fucking people. Mm-hmm. That's a real well. The, real the bigger number. Co- the bigger conspiracy than the vaccine is like what even is the COVID nineteen virus, and that's a harder thing to to dive into when you don't really have when you're not a fucking scientist. Right. And when you can't really trust any media source to give you it straight. Right. Well, because where does it come from and what is the, like, how are we, how can we trust any institution to tell us, like, what, right. it, what it is? It's hard to just you know? go when someone's just like, oh, it's an mRNA vaccine. You're like, right. And you're like, I'm, I don't, I don't know what that means. No, I don't like, even know what a like, vaccine really is. Besides, you know what I mean? No, the, really. Yeah. Do no, you I, know well, what it is? I don't know what it is. And, like, we trust. I, I kind of do. I kind of do. I mean, but that's that's the level of everybody. It's like kinda or not at all, unless. Well, you're I know like what the mechan like the the mechanism of it is, like how it kind of works, but I don't know exactly why it works. Right, right. It has to do with like tricking your body into like knowing what the threat is to fight against it when it when it's real. Right. Um, which is like you know, but, I, but thing- like what is the co- what is the the virus? Like, does it was it made? by a human like was it developed by we'll scientists, probably find out you know soon enough. we'll find out at some point but like i saw something funny on tiktok it was like uh a quote it was like when people saying once covid is over sounds a lot like when girls say when he he'll like he'll change i'm sure he'll change like right. about, about like a dude who's like <laughs> manipulative or something he'll change it sounds like a lot of like it's never happening right my other thing with the vaccine thing is that some people are like, well, I don't know what the long-term effects are. Like, what are that? What is that going to be? And it's like, when did this country start worrying about the long-term effects of anything? Like, when did we start worrying about the long-term effects of that? Like, you now, know what I'm I mean? Not, we're not trying to shill for the vaccine, but let's just be honest about when what did, this country is. Right. When do people, when do people like, think about, like, you know, crops being literally just, like, covered and round up and just, like, yeah. not thinking about, like, the consequences of that, which there are... A lot, nonetheless. Like, the Rio Grande is ruined as a river because of how many pesticides are inside the river. That's disgusting. Like, the amount of effects that, like, pesticides have on the human body and and sexual reproduction Mm -hmm. is very evident. You know, people, like, Mm -hmm. worry about, like, the vaccine's going to make me sterile. It's like, uh, Frito-Lay is going to make you sterile. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's... Nestle. Nestle is taking away your reproductive rights. (laughs) Right. It's very strange where, like, people are like, well, we care about our health now. It's like, really? Maybe, hmm. It's like no one really cared about that with, like, uh, 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 heart health. You know, one of the biggest killers in the United States. Well, because it's harder to, to connect heart health and like the thing, like the corporations that are doing it to us with the federal government and right. and the scientific like oligarchy and the tech oligarchy right. and every major institution. But, it's there. but like the connection, but it's be- there. the connection between the vaccine and the government is a lot shorter of a reach. You can you can right. lot shorter of a reach, but right. the other stuff is like you have to go through. Well, the, you have to go through like corporations and you have to go through FDA and right. laws and things that are like 60 plus years old that's that another, have instituted our food industry. That's another thing. People are like, well, the FDA hasn't even approved it yet. It's like, when did you start caring about Trusting what the, the FDA, FDA does? Like, the FDA was minute. telling you that you shouldn't. <laughs> like, when There's did like, you start caring about the Food and Drug Administration? <laughs> like, you do realize like half of Monsanto runs the FDA. Like, it's not even a real government no. agency. Like. It's amazing. Like, oh, I'll get the vaccine once it's fully approved. I know, and I have said that at one point, and I was like, "Wait a second. Wait. I sound just as dumb as my relatives who are like, like, yeah, you should have like 
You should you should have like your vaccine information on you at all times. Oh, right. Like you, I saw a shirt Which that this company. I, there was actually a, a company has already made a shirt. I don't know. I saw an ad for it, and some people posted about it, where it's a little. It's just like a regular fucking like long sleeve, and there's a little spot for the has a little little like plastic pouch that fits a card that like zips shut. That is terrifying. And That's I know terrifying. I'll have relatives who will be like, oh, that is so convenient. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just going to freak out at them. I'm going to like, it's right. so, I'm going to, at that, if that kind of, that's the kind of thing. I'm not super, and I've talked to you about some of my relatives that are really, really, really in there. Yeah. They're really deep into it. They really think that they are the, the, the white saviors of this vaccine and that they know because they're so-and-so as a nurse or whatever. But, those people, they haven't pushed it far enough where it's like you are completely indoctrinated into right. this this frantic, like, compulsive need to be safe and to control everything. It's really, it's not at that point yet, but it, when it gets to that point, that's when I start cutting people loose. Right. <laughs> that's when I start cutting them off. <laughs> that's when I can't do it anymore. Well, I'm just adjusting the settings there. real quick. Oh, okay. Just noticing that we're not. Just want to make sure that you know the podcast actually records. You know, it's kind yeah, of important. I would like that to happen. All right, that looks a lot better. <laughs> Those wiggles. We'll fix. You can. We can fix that in post. But no, I just, I just think it's ironic. Like I'm not. Look, it sucks that here we go. Like there's some concerts that we want to go to, and it's like uh, they're gonna require. A proof of vaccination or a proof of vaccination or a proof of a negative COVID yeah. test. And then they're like, you could wear a mask. It's like, why are we still worried about the mask thing? Like, that's not the priority. Like, mm-hmm. are we like, knock it off and you're not going to go into a lockdown again. No one wants to do that. And then if you yeah. do, no one's going to listen to you unless you no. enforce it. And I know the the va- the vaccine passport's coming or the the requirement mm-hmm. to you to do certain indoor activities you will need to prove your vaccination status at the door and some people are like well I'll just never do those things again I'm like well wait till like the government makes it like about money yeah or, like, about buying a car be, right makes it about like you not being able to apply for like yeah. uh, a FAFSA like imagine uh, like you yeah. can't go to any you can't go to college unless you have a vaccine and like a lot of people maybe even listen to this or go, good, that's maybe how it should be. I'm just saying that if people just maybe follow the rule, it's just ironic that the people who believe that the vaccine is like the tyranny of the government are going to justify real tyranny in the government, like really overstepping the boundary and forcing you to do something. They're going to force the hand of the government. But like that rebellion is good, but it's going to like, they're going to be like, okay, we're just going to have to come down harder on this right well because you know it'll just make you even more it'll it'll be even more satisfying to crush right. the big dog right the big the big you know but when people are like there's people who say especially some of my relatives they're like you've always had to be vaccinated to go into schools or to you know, for certain like even some jobs or which like, is true but you've never had to show proof of vaccination to go into like Trader Joe's, right? Or to go into to a like concert. a restaurant or a concert. If you don't that, have the measles, that's a vac- clear difference. If you don't have your measles shot, you can still go buy any concert ticket, any plane ticket, go to Disney World as much as you want. Maybe the assumption is that 
everyone w- just has that and they don't need to ask. Right. But still, it's like it's we're, we're heading into some very specific murky territory. But we had no control from it about it from the start. I mean, this yeah. is this is what it is from the yeah. get-go. Whether you make this a big conspiracy or or, or whatever, like this is what we live in. This is mm-hmm. what it may look like very soon. Uh, there's places in Las Vegas who are already requiring masks. Uh, you have to wear masks the entire time. And it's just like, it's just soon going to be, there's enough vaccines available where they're like, you just need to take the damn needle. And that's going to be the case, mm-hmm. whether people like it or not. So right now the numbers are, let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers. Of uh, how many are vaccinated? Well, let's take this break while Kate looks it up to uh, talk about our new sponsor. Our new sponsor. Today's episode is actually sponsored by uh, Moderna, and Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson and, and AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca has been our biggest supporter since the dawn of this podcast, and they've supplied us with lots of uh, nutri- nutritious, uh, mental fortifying supplements to keep us going you know we're always we're always on the hot takes with you guys but it's, right. it's all thanks to astrazeneca so Dude, i'm pretty sure the johnson yeah. johnson vaccine is just like baby powder and like vaseline <laughs> i don't even know if it's that shit like is 60 percent effective i don't even like do people in the brewers like the the baseball team have gotten covid and they all had the johnson and johnson vaccine i just find that hilarious <laughs> Dude, the moment that johnson johnson was even allowed to make one yeah I was like, that is the everyday essential of fucking vaccines. Like, what <laughs> What are we doing? Let's look at it. So, um, you look at that. There's, a, I mean, people, they're definitely, the numbers are going up. Like, here we are looking at this graph. They're about half, they, they've reached they're, about half as what they were in January of last year. Is that January of last year or of this year? We're already at. We already had, oh, we're at more than half of our biggest peak. We're at more than half of our biggest peak. And here we are, we're looking at like Florida, Florida is having a lot of cases right now. Texas, California, mm-hmm. and New York. But Florida and Texas are because they don't want to get vaccinated. So now they're all getting sick and it's spreading. Look at those, look at those Midwest states and those West states like Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska, South Dakota. Small, right. comparatively. I mean, to their size and their their sprawl, like their urban sprawl, that makes sense. But I would like to. I'd prefer to live in a place like that if it get, if it got worse. Well, what's going to happen is that uh, it's affecting these un- really high unvaccinated places. Like Wisconsin isn't having a huge jump, but it will once it catches up to here. That's the thing. Once it finds its pockets that it can like abuse. I don't think that's what, I don't think people get that um that uh, it's just abusing all the all the like people who aren't vaccinated right now and it's going to find its way across the United States. So like right now we're like halfway or worse because of like two states. You know what I mean? Like <coughs> that's what's crazy about it that some of the worst like the some of our biggest cases are rising because of pretty much two states and it's going to that's going to kind of climb into uh, the rest of the United States. You know, I mean, it could, you know, it could, I mean, something might happen like <laughs> they're going to announce a booster soon. I imagine, too. You're going to have to get a third one. <coughs> but I thought the CDC said no to that. 
they it's gonna it's gonna depend on the vaccination rate. And well, also the they see that rate? people who are getting uh let's see. Yeah, I wanna know if it's actually like I wanna know if like if, if our fear is justified in this. If like our worry is justified, because I don't know. I'd rather go on what it is. Alright, US is at fifty percent of the United States is fully vaccinated and then the next ten percent is got the first shot. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. 166 million people out of 351 million people are vaccinated. And mind you, a big group yeah. of that a big group of that can't even get vaccinated. Yeah, which is I mean, kids. which is people 12 and under. That's, I think we're fine. Yeah, not unless these breakthrough cases are what is what starts affecting right. the people who are unvet. That's what they're worried about. Mm-hmm. They're worried about the people who are have the vaccine who are getting like little colds. Because they're not being hospitalized and they're not dying. The mm-hmm. 99% of the people being hospitalized right now or dying from the Delta variant are unvaccinated. It's just, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I mean, who knows? I think everyone needs to still do their part. Um, yeah, go cough. Yeah, look at, look at go f- cough down your grandma's throat. Well, yeah, a lot of the European countries are now caught up with their vaccination rates at like 60%. Yeah, everywhere, that's at the same. Like I said, we said for months, me and you, that last 30%, that last 20% is going to be real yeah. hard. And it probably won't happen. And honestly, that if, that's, if that last little percent is the reason we go into full-scale, uh, like, uh, what's that book? Uh, Brave New World. If we go into full-scale Brave New World... Uh, because of that last 30%, I will be very just irked. I'm going to be pretty annoyed if that's why. Because that's, I mean, because I don't disagree with people's choice. We need, like, especially I, when it's already fine. We need, like, set, they said that to, like, stop really worrying about, like, variants and stuff like that, like, 75% of the country needs to be vaccinated fully. It needs to be like 250 million people need to be vaccinated for where the like, because then you're talking about so many people who are not getting vaccinated who live in towns of less than a thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Really spread out people, people in Montana, South North Dakota, Wyoming, you know, Idaho, these places that don't have very large urban areas, Nebraska, like s- Southern mm-hmm. Minnesota, shit like that. If you really followed that whole like globalist kind of, trend like how people the conspiracy with that is that the world become more and more of a global you know a global stage rather than what it has been for hundreds of years where it has gone to it's mostly countries states small like bigger cities smaller cities and then literal like nothing unincorporated cities i feel like this whatever like this whole covid situation is probably in the vaccination situation is the move to uh, take those people who live in those thousand, two thousand person cities and like, like gaslight them into believing that their most important role is on the global stage is to right. look out for the whole when world. When it's not, when it's, it's not, definitely not. But like, it's masked. It's gonna be masked as like, yes, but COVID. Yes, but COVID. Yes, but think about this. Like, yeah, yes, but your country, you're like, this disease is killing people. Right. You, you, when you give the, the, when you make an enemy of 
when you, when you when you tell somebody that like their choice like hurts somebody or allows somebody else to get hurt whether that's even grounded in facts that's what kind of gaslights them into like changing their psychology about what what where they're supposed to put their put their value in like a global like a global like capitalist you know mindset right it's really not this is crazy cases in the u.s have increased 119 percent because of the the variant yeah wow last week an average of 438 deaths per day that's pretty nuts that's a lot of people um but it's right here it says 70 to 85 percent is the threshold for vaccine to reach herd immunity it's pretty high that's fucking that yeah that's like super and we're only we're, we're about to be at, at about 60 percent yeah in a month we'll be at like 60 i imagine we'll probably be at 70 and end of the year that's what i'm wondering i mean who knows what i think we will i think we'll like once they open it up to kids the people the parents who got their vaccine are gonna get their kids vaccinated those kid, the kid right. doesn't know any fucking better. Right. Well, you, you or any see different, the, whatever. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that like the UW system isn't requiring people to get it, which I like. I feel oh. like I feel like it's odd. I was like, I was expecting more colleges to require it, but they're not. Right. With how liberal colleges are, you know. I don't know. It's it's all. It's all very interesting. Yeah, Wisconsin's 56%, at least one dose. Illinois, 63. California, 65. So some of these places are damn near close. What's the highest? Um, are those darker states? Yeah. Oh, wow. Maine's at se- almost 70%. Oh, right here, dude. Massachusetts, 73% of Massachusetts has been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We hear like Texas is 52, Idaho is 41, Wyoming's 42, Alabama's 45, Mississippi 41, Louisiana 44. Yeah, so like these southern, these just like, I don't know. We'll just have to see, you know, we'll just have to mm-hmm. see. I mean, we're getting there. It's really interesting to think that we're kind of, we're talking about uh, the vaccine. I mean, you think you compare this to last year mm-hmm. or even like a year and a half ago where it's like uh people were trying to find like an antiviral drug remember that remember yeah. when that was the big thing we, we we were working in the summer off season from winter services we were picking up litter at sam's club and we were outside like what was it like three four i don't know it was early in the morning we were outside and things were just starting it was when we would see people line up at sam's club like spread apart waiting for the store to open with like masks on and we were like wow isn't this not isn't that strange mm-hmm. that that's what we're looking at you know is people looking like that now and now that's such a like just compared to that's literally just one year ago and we were talking what was that what was that drug it was starts with an it was remdesivir right. that was like the first antiviral that had that people were like, oh, this could help. And like, it was a weird little silver lining and all of it. We were like, yeah, maybe it won't be as bad because we have these things. And then everything everything went on lockdown and people that, and celebrities were doing crazy shit. Oh my God. You remember that? Remember the, um, uh, the, the imagine. This could be heaven. If you try. I don't know. Um, 
Holy shit. Here, here's something weird uh, to break away from this because this has mm. been talked about enough everywhere. Um, have you listened to the Larray, the kid Larray or whatever? Yeah. That's just Post Malone. That's not. That's just Post Malone, right? Dude, he even has like the same autotune effects where like it makes his voice like do the little vibrato thing. Yeah. Do you think it's uh? Well, we, it's boring. Right, bef- it's right before, boring. right before we we recorded, I said to you, I think the next two three years will be a bunch of subpar, or like just you know lackluster uh, hip hop albums. Right. I mean, if you think of the '90s, there is. A very obvious thing when there's too many of the same artists, mm-hmm. people get bored really fast. The yeah. best example of that was the boy and girl bands in the 90s. Yeah. That was, like, got old. And people don't want to hear that shit. Same thing with fucking hair metal. Like, hair metal music. Hard, mm-hmm. like, you know, hard rock. <laughs> like, you had so many of those fucking, like, you know, uh, guys just going crazy on the guitar. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the same. Pour some sugar on me. You yeah. know, like all that shit, like the cat scratch fever, fucking, uh, mm-hmm. that might be wrong, but like Eddie Van Halen, shit like that. Like it gets old. Mm-hmm. Keep listening to the same damn thing. I saw a tick the other day. They're like, who do you think the three big hip hop artists, the, who are going to be the big three of like, or the big five of the 2020s? And this guy's like, he's like, I still think it's going to be like Kanye, Tyler, and Kendrick. It's like, why probably, probably drake though too but, but why why would it be them why would who the fuck has ever lasted 30 years in the same genre of music like that has never happened before it's weird also why would we want that to be the case no we don't it, people talk about breaking it up into decades because sometimes for some reason we're really self-aware of like how music and different genres have been broken up into decades like you can tell like the 80s were this 90s were this for the most part you know 70s were this but i think we're we're starting to be forced to reconcile with the the with like the reality that music has eras it doesn't have clear-cut years and it and it shouldn't just be like, yeah, the next decade of rap, the next decade of rock. Which is weird, dude. We've been listening to a lot of the same shit. For like 15 years. Yeah. It's it's like, to be fair, some of it has changed. Like, okay. Yeah. It has emo been. rap was a moment. Yeah. That was a That was that a, was a clear subgenre of music. Mm-hmm. That was a clear, clear subgenre of music. Subgenre mm-hmm. of rap music. Yeah. Trap. Same thing. You don't hear trap the way at the way we used to anymore. And you don't hear emo rap the way we used to. It's mm. just not the same. Um, but I feel like there's still a chance for like a bigger breakaway than yeah. just just that. Um, well, not I mean not completely going away from hip hop or rap music, but um, somebody really taking a big uh uh chance and really making mm-hmm. something new and, and i just yeah. don't think it's happened yet and that's fine but it's hard we'll to see merge. what happens it's hard to merge hip-hop with any with other genres other than like the harder more intense or like uh like intense in in, in rage ways and intense in depression right. ways right and i think that's what we're kind of starting to find the only thing that kind of came close, I feel like, to breaking away from those two extremes 
was like kind of like the lo-fi chill wave stuff but that was like there's only so much of that before it's like it's the it we get it it is something and it and it exists and it's for a specific purpose but it's like how could you it's harder to mix rap with like like beach rock right like you could, could. you you could but Somebody, would it be you, interesting talented would that be the would that be the new thing would that really no, be but it? i think someone has to so, be able, i think a lot of people don't know how to play a lot of instruments i think it's hard sure. to even go in that direction yeah you have to know how to play the guitar and maybe that's now, a good not, and i'm not gatekeep. saying that they're not i don't i'm not saying that people who like produce are not talented that's right some people would be like well because they aren't talented i'm like no if you're like i want to use this it's like if you don't know how to write that good luck like mm-hmm. have fun you don't, or you you don't, don't know, know play somebody the who plays it and you can direct that right and not everyone you know? has that one thing i think that's really missing from the music sphere right now is a uh, kendrick damn came out quite a long time ago at this four point. years ago right we don't have a big political artist. No. We do not have a political... Well, well uh, we, yes, we do, but his music hasn't been political. Kanye has not been a political musician, but he's been a political person. Right. I'm talking about... Social stri- political. And if there's two artists I can think of that are bigger, that are very, very political, one being much bigger than the other, is Kendrick... And Joey Badass. <laughs> You know what? Fair. Yeah. But that album came out a long time ago. Yeah. American yeah. American Badass. American Badass came out a lot. But do you know what the other one is? Who? It's Peggy. Oh yeah. It's definitely oh, yeah. J JPEG oh, yeah. Mafia. It's fucking Peggy. For sure. But he's not pushed the same way. But he was pu- he he pushed that fucking weird shit. He did. Which people cool. don't like. <laughs> but like Right. But I fuck I fuck with his his like don't give a shit attitude about that stuff he i mean like fantano fucks with him but fantano kind of has to fuck with everybody in that to not look like um pretentious i guess he right you know he has like interviews with with peggy about about like we about just like shit that doesn't have anything to do with music that has mostly to do with with political stuff right like like identity politics stuff like that i don't always agree with peggy's takes obviously but it's you know, it's weird though you say he that they like the J-, J. Peggy does have some really weird, quote unquote, beats mm-hmm. that he uses. Mm-hmm. But do you know who else has really weird beats that they rap over, and also their entire persona and style is out of this, you know, world? Um, Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's very fair. But his style is not out of this world. I mean, he's a different thing. But who is it? You guess. Um, I like them a lot. I, uh, I like them a lot. You said their style is out of this world. Their style is definitely like they're the only ones who can do it. Like their style of music? Their style of rapping, their syncopation, their lyricism. Oh. Were you, and were their you just, beats are really strange. Like When you listen to their beats, they're like, what the fuck is even going on? Is it somebody that you recently just started you, I like? I really, yes. Recently? Yes. You're, you're a vamp? Yes. It's Cardi. It's Cardi. Yeah. It's Cardi. Yeah. That shit's weird. Dude, yeah. like, dude, stop breathing. It's weird. And so, and, and like, it's mm. simple, but it's also like when he just has his like uh, ad libs in the background, it makes it so much fucking better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should. You definitely. <laughs> I love Cardi, dude. Cardi's so good. Cardi's great because it's it's weird, it's different, it's challenging. A lot of people and a lot of people don't like it because it's challenging. 
but it's mm-hmm. it's it's cool that he's so big because it's like you know some people really can do whatever the fuck they want mm-hmm. like it's just he doesn't give a fuck and I like it like yeah Magnolia yeah. is a bigger song I get that and that you know the fucking when I'm in the rock hide it yeah. in my sock but to say that vamp anthem stop breathing sky are like magnolia they're just not they're not they're mm-hmm. not in that realm but whole lot of red is a good album whole lot of red is mm-hmm. a good album some people hate it some people literally are like mm-hmm. it's a zero out of ten i'm like you're just wrong and you're why, just hating why do people take such strong stances like you wouldn't call it a 10 but you would say no. it's a good album i would give why it why would like somebody a, call it, it like a, a zero. seven or an eight that's good that's a good it's rating. a good album i think i listen to it when i work out it's great love it it's a great album it's hyper aggressive the versions of it's live the like when he when you jesus when you watch him play it live it's great um we need to start a GoFundMe for a studio. Can yeah, you guys help us out? We're going to yeah. start one. Yeah, because the people I live with have no respect for me. Nor do they care whenever I do the podcast. It's very evident. We should I, start, do, I we should start doing them, these outside. We're, we're, taking, we're not taking advantage of the summertime. We should start doing true. these outside. I literally tell them, you know? I tell these people when I'm recording, they still don't give a fuck because they're animals. God, Jesus Christ. You know what I think was a 10? No, we need to move out. Yeah, well, no, that's true. No, we should. We will. We Hopefully it's soon. Happening. Sooner than later. Within, within a year, we could. Within nine months. That's within a year. It can't be a year. <laughs> I just moved. Let's talk about this later. I just moved. How about because, within six months? Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't agree to the shortened window. Well, I, to be fair, I said like nine, I said like uh, the timeline many, many, many months ago. Yeah. It's been months. Yeah. I mean, yeah, think about it, Jared. We're going to be in fall very soon. Right. I, I want to go. I want to go. So I've already been living in my new house for like three months. Like, and it's felt like an eternity. But I want to. But you never expected that you were going to live there for a while. No, I didn't. Ex- I didn't think I would live there for more than a year. Right. But I was like, but I don't want to just like get here and go. Like it did for like logistic reasons. It would not be smart to move in, move everything in, and then move everything out. Yeah, but I I helped you do that. You don't have anything. Shut the fuck up. You have up. no things. I literally have so much shit that is still in my car. Yeah, you should throw some of it out. I, Dude, I, I will, threw out so I, much I can't shit. just dump it. I went through my room. I threw out so much. I, like, I'm looking at my clothes behind me. I'm like looking at them, and I don't wear any of them. I'm like, no, I don't. really could get rid of all of this. I see three of them that you wear, and one of them you left at a friend's house, and you didn't. I didn't even see you wear that. <laughs> no, I don't wear anything I own because I just don't have a style. Well, also, I... there's a lot of fall stuff and winter stuff up there and dress stuff. That's I guess see sweaters. I mean, but I mean, I need still, to, dude, I need to throw all my sweaters. I need to be done with that. You're not sweater guy anymore? No, they're way too, you get like dependent on them because they're easy. Fucking oh, yeah. just throw on a sweater. It's like, I like to throw on to a hoodie. I like to throw on a hoodie. Like, That's I'll, different. I'll, like in, the, in the late spring, I'll throw a hoodie on, nothing underneath. You know, I yeah, think that's nice. I don't, I'm not, I, I need to have a style. I need to have, I need, I want to like have more expression of myself through my style. And I don't have that. I have a, I have, I'm a very like shorts and a t-shirt guy mm-hmm. and I want to break out of that. Problem is the summertime is really hard to be expressive because it's hot. Mm-hmm. You want to wear as little as possible. The fall is the time. 
to the do it. The fall is such. Fall is the fall is the perfect in the spring. Dude, yeah. the, to be fair, the but winter the fashion time, in the fall it has a thing. There's a there's a fall fashion. There isn't like a. There might be a spring fashion, but and it's more jacket based. But like the fall is like that more like li- like two layers of regular clothing, of like indoor outdoor clothing based. Right. You know, it's kind of good. Right. My thing is um. My thing is uh. Is. Is like uh, the winter time you can really break out some outfits because you can just wear layers. Mm-hmm. You can wear a lo- lot of shit. Yeah. I like the winter. I mean, it's interesting. It's all interesting. I like to be. I like to be the like fall. Up. I'm gonna take advantage of the fall. Good, good. Because in the advantage. fall, in the I remember last fall, it was like jeans, band shirt. Yeah, it was embarrassing. I no, it's not embarrassing. That's just it's like embarrassing. I get the simple lifestyle. You don't like to. Th- you don't like to like. You're not a very detail oriented person about certain things. And that's yes, that, certain and that, things I am. Certain, certain things, things you are. Certain things you really not. And the things that you were not detail oriented about, it was good that you weren't because you could focus on the actual shit, on the real, the real stuff for, for, at the time. Right. You know, you didn't have to work and worry about that. As opposed to like sometimes people will wake up and it's the first thing on their mind is what I'm what I'm going to wear. First thing on their mind is all these little details that have no real weight on their day. My big thing is like when you have a, a job, like a regular nine to five kind of job, a day job, mm-hmm. it's like you have a work outfit and you right. just go with that. Yep. I and I get that. Like right now, like my work really is shorts and a shirt with a, with like the company shirt. And then I wear shoes that are for, you know, walking around a lot and being outside. So like, I'm not gonna, you don't dress up. Some mm-hmm. places you can, you know, if you work at Target or something, but like I don't work at Target. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. places you have to have an outfit on. Like, yeah, is it bullshit? But what are you going to do? Right. You really mm-hmm. say, you know, when you're like, I want to have a style, like you're saving your style, really. If you don't have a job, if you're somebody with a job who has to like go home and take care of things. Yeah, we have to assume these people have a job. You have two days of the week to be expressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, two days of the week and a night. Friday night. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because not everyone does stuff on the... I mean, you go home, you, you take off your work, you disassemble from work, and more often than not, you'll put on, like, just chill clothes. You just, just like, nothing. Like, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's just clothes to put on so you're not sitting naked in right. your house. But when I'm... My style changes from season to season. Like, I like... In the fall, I like to be more... I like a little more fashionable. Like, mm-hmm. like street fashion I don't know if that's the right word but like fashionable in like a fun way in right. the winter I like to be fashionable in a formal way right. I like to wear a lot of dress shirts and long and like and like slacks or like long pants I used like to be boots. Su- super grungy in the fall mm. like I loved flannels doing flannels with uh, like a shirt that matched with the flannel and they're just like black pants like just like that because then mm. it's like a it's easy to put on, but also it's like there's definitely there's evidently a style, and there's also an attitude that comes with it too. Uh, and I always like that. Right. I I would kind of carry that into the in the winter time. Um, in the winter time, like when I my dressing, I have a really really nice long wool coat, and you know which one I have. It's super mm-hmm. fancy. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to go yeah. to a nice dinner and I have like the That's shoes the on, everything it's yeah. just like 
You put it's, that on. Yes. It's smooth. It's it's black, right? You have to, Yes. It's, yeah, it's like a it's like a pea coat. Mm-hmm. It's just that we wore that to church once when we went because you'd never been to mass, so we went to a Sunday mass. But you wore that. I feel like that is a that's a good staple. I have a similar coat. I have like the almost the exact same one. Mm-hmm. But when I was working with this dude, we were we were painting. I was working with New World Order, and we were painting a runway, and we had all these wood planks we were painting for a runway show. And I got yellow and pink paint like in little splotches all over the jacket, and I never cleaned it. I could probably, I could probably like, what's it called? Dry clean it now and it might come out, but it it just looked kind of like some like dumb trying to be, trying to be like aesthetic or edgy jacket when I didn't intend it to be. I was like, I just didn't wash it. Right. But this is a night, but I would wear it fancy. Interesting. What do you think your fashion is related to other than your like personal expression? Like, what do you like to pair it with in your life? Uh, well, I mean, at the moment, I just like I just like band stuff. I mm-hmm. just like to, like I, I got five new shirts this week. Mm. Four of them are artist related. One's a Grateful Dead shirt, a Pink Floyd shirt, a Rush shirt, and a Cardi shirt. And then I got a Ted Kaczynski shirt. I mean, that's hilarious. But like. I just needed like I have a lot of band. Sh- I ha- see. I wanted to get away from like the band shirts that are really basic. Like uh, I, I hate. There's a really lot. There's a, so many lame Jimi Hendrix shirts, and I have two of them, and I just got rid of them because I'm like, dude, I don't like these. I don't like like the Coles shit. Mm-hmm. I like where it's not. I like where like they maybe can step out of the boundaries and be like fashionable in a sense. You know where they mm-hmm. can be challenging. And not just like super bland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I some of my band shirts are just literally from concerts. Right. So I like those because they're they're attached to memories and good times. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to hang up one recently. My King Gizzard and Fest the Rats Nets tour one I have I have retired because yeah. if I keep wearing that, it's going to start breaking apart because I wear it every chance I get. Is it that like that filmy kind of material? Right, it's gonna start off? cracking. Yeah, and I was like, I really don't want that to happen to it. Um, I also have the Twin Peaks one that I like, but that one's like mm. small. Like I was wearing the other day, and it's like small on me. It shrunk in the wash. Mm. I was like, I can't. Jesus. <sighs> She's so loud. If only there was like a door. On if the top only of there stair. was a door. If only there was a door. A big beautiful door. Um, I don't even know, but um, I, some of it might get cut out, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, some usually well, there's a lot of things that we hear like that's going to be in the background. We listen back, none of it's in the background, <laughs> right? Like yeah, one time when we were recording, there no was idea. clearly an ambulance. Yeah, and we were like commented it on yeah. everything, and we listened back to recording. There's no sound. Yeah. you can't hear it at all. We just did the same thing too. It probably didn't even. It probably it, didn't even. Catch maybe it, it did because it was like in the same house, but I. I asked the question what it relates to for you because as we're starting into new music, because I came over today, we were going to work on music and then we did the podcast, but getting in the headspace of music, I feel like over the last couple months, like our kind of like just the vibe that we're on, like is changing and like, right. and like it's, it can, and it can show up in what we wear, you know, or like even like you like started tying your hair back a certain way. Like I started like, like just doing different things with like my 
with like my with my hair or like with my like piercings or fingernails or like clothing just feeling like a certain a different kind of vibe and i think it does change when i compare that this new vibe to like how we were when we were in a band with everybody and how that was just a much different more plain kind of thing but i think now we're like I think we're in this space where we we really we're trying to do something really different with music, obviously. Yeah, and I want to try to do something really different with the way I dress and exactly. present myself. Right. Yeah. Like I really do. Um, I think long skirts for guys is could be a thing. Yeah. And for some people, it is. And I would love to be able to do that with like mm-hmm. a pair of like Doc Martin. Like I got Doc Martens. Mm-hmm. It's nothing I would have ever bought before. Mm-hmm. But like I really like them, and I think like clothing like that for me is good because it's challenging because like I, I don't wear that but i like them and i want to be able to start breaking into stuff like that you know i want to like i think if i could have an outfit in the fall it'd be like with doc martin's like a long black skirt and then maybe like the ted kaczynski shirt because it's like a cream it's like a gray shirt mm-hmm. like that would match well with it and then maybe uh if i have a coat over it it's like my my black leather coat or my black denim coat Mm-hmm. I, I wanted a black leather coat, but I can't. It's hard to shop for black leather when you're as tall as me and have <laughs> such a long torso. Because mm-hmm. leather coats are not made to have really long sleeves, and right. that's like the biggest challenge. But I want really wanted one that would look cool. But uh, I don't know. I want to go into like more of an edgy, edgier, maybe like little gender norm breaking style Mm. but i also have a hard time doing it because of where i live and we'll just have to see how that plays out but i also just want to be more me i don't really care what i don't care what other people say unless i have to deal with it constantly and if i do it now i will have to deal with that so i'm just kind of giving it right a little bit oh it might be easier to do it like we talked about maybe it's 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 a the time to do it is on a stage you know, like right. there's way there's things that I want to kind of that I want to break out into, and the only other place that I feel like is fun or really that interesting to do it is on stage, maybe at a party. But like I don't really care. I'd rather be like more comfortable at a party. Right. Like not cozy, but like just like not. I'm not trying to be the life of a party by what I'm wearing. But when you're on a stage, you can be the life of the stage by having this this shocking thing that goes along with your music. Right. It might not be that shocking, but it might just be like, oh, this like is a vibe for this. You know, this is a, you know, mm-hmm. it depends on what you have. Do you know there's a band called Pale Waves? Never heard of it. They tried to do that. Um, they tried to do that whole like that boy and girl band, like 90s, like, like kind of more like feminist mm-hmm. music, kind of like feminist like feeling. Um like one of the songs is like you don't own me. It's like a lot of it's like a lot of that kind of that kind of ideology and uh their style is like you remember the band from Freaky Friday? Remember like Lindsay Lohan like that kind of like that kind nope. of no, it's just nope. like that like early 2000s late 90s aesthetic where like people would wear like the shirts would be like a t-shirt with like a long sleeve that looks like it was underneath it. Right. You know things like that that fits that style. But it, it doesn't like push anything forward. I, I feel like it. Mm. I mean, especially doing it now, they're not really doing anything that groundbreaking at all. But I think there's ways to push 
things forward with more in in more ways than just one. You can push things forward by just being like a dynamic thinking person. The creative people, the most creative people that we see, a perfect example is Kanye West, work in more fields than just what they're maybe well known for. Right. And they become well known for in those other areas like fashion or like in like uh, like different forms of technology or communication or just knowledge. Like right. Pushing out different knowledges. He'll talk about he'll talk about frequencies, stuff like mm-hmm. that. He'll talk about religion or history or like sociological or socioeconomic history. And then he also has music that's like his his shining. Mm. It's his it's it's uh, like uh, for me that that brings music and creative people just creative people to like a more diverse identity. Hmm. Well, you're not just defined by one thing. You know, you know how so many people who are they're like they're just defined by the one thing they do. And for a while, when I was younger, I was really just defined by a few things. But I was like, this is a small box, right? I feel like I'm defined. I don't know. See, like I feel like I'm defined by very few things, but there are few things I really care about. I don't know. I'm tra- I've been working out a lot more. You know, like I would say, like I'm someone who's trying to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I eat, I'm pretty conscious about the food I eat um you know music I don't know it's weird I don't know how somebody would uh, I don't know how someone would describe me like if someone like was like what's that person like I don't really know what they would say because I feel like to some people I would be maybe intense too but then some people I'd be like they'd be like some people I feel like you can be interpreted as intense or you can be interpreted as passionate. Mm-hmm. Right. Depending on what the, the, if they're leaning more negative or more positive and I'm pretty passionate about the things I do. And I mean, we have the podcast and the music and all that jazz, but what will it become? What does that say about me? I don't yeah. know yet. I think it's a mistake to take only to 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 think you're only boiled down to a few perspectives to be or to think that a person can really be defined so easily, mm-hmm. I don't think they can. People are like very dynamic, but we don't really know that because most we don't really see most people that we know in more way more ways than just the way that we entertain with them. Like there's friends that we have we talked about earlier just for fun. Mm-hmm. They're just a fun crowd, mm-hmm. but to try to see them in another light often doesn't work. Right. And we also don't know serve. them completely. We talked about earlier, so a lot of relationships are very transactional. Right. And people find that offensive, but it's not. A lot, like, the majority of the relationships that you're in are transactional, and there's a part of it that is spiritual, but let's be honest, when you really break down why you're around somebody, you're definitely getting something out of it that you need, and you just don't talk about it like that because that's a very people would think that's a very like brash way of talking about people mm-hmm. but that's reality right if you didn't feel yeah. like you were getting like if you don't feel like you're getting much from your family then you may not respect your family as much well because the spiritual parts of friendships or relationships of relationships come from reciprocity like fulfilling each other's pretty valid needs mm-hmm. and like through like that's the transaction the transaction doesn't have to be one Mm-hmm. way in one direction it's that's like people mistake spiritual spirituality or spiritual 
connections as this like big religious like hippy dippy alex gray like ball of light <clears throat> a thing that you can see but those things just manifest through material transactional and emotional uh circumstances right you know we're like trans for we could I, I could even say like the transactions between people often are they're like they they just it, it just is spiritual but we can call it transactional Mm-hmm. Transactional is such a mechanical word, but it it just is manifesting a spiritual source, and it's not always like this big, fucking, huge, overbearing, passionate thing that's on top of it. Right? People want it to be more special than it is. Right? And it's not, and it's okay it's if it's simple. not. No one. Why expect that from everybody? That you're going to go crazy. You're also going to become a very manipulative person who expects everything. Right. From to be perfect and and. And like the ultimate pleasure from everybody, and you're gonna then you're gonna drive the people around you away from you. We jumped a lot. We jumped around a lot today. We did. Well, we're at fit. We're all, all, all a little over. We're at like fifty-seven minutes. I don't really know where else we could take this conversation. We kind of came know. to a natural end with it. Yeah. But uh, thank you everybody for listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Yep. <laughs>